0: Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We
1: laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca and I'm AMQ and this is I Got You Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. It's another one of those highs.
0: Ooh, no, that was, a, no, no, I feel like it was a good one. It was hearty. Okay. It All came right. from, Hardy. it came from your diaphragm. Dead. I, I liked
1: Definitely it. I Okay. It Approval.
0: was, <laughs> <laughs> boo crew. Remember that time that we've now referred to, I think every single episode after every this. Every single episode. That I, that I dropped my dick and completely messed up a very important episode. <laughs> this is it. It is happening due to the extremely empathetic and kind-hearted human being. So, without further ado, I know you guys have been anticipating who this could possibly be. How did you mess this up so much? Well, Keisha Fitzgerald, is a life enthusiast, founder of this, and CEO of She Goes Company, host of the 4 million plus downloaded podcast, Empower Her Podcast. She's a mindset shifter, a spark igniter, and an action attacker. Please welcome Keisha Fitzgerald. You guys! What an intro. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Round
2: two is going to be even better than round one. Buckle up. I'm so excited. And thank you again for having me.
1: Yes, we're so grateful you're here. Thank you for being so kind and understanding. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So we know you know, because we've told you already, but the boot crew doesn't. You have been a huge, huge inspiration to us in the podcasting world. When Becca and I decided to do this, you were like top of the list for humans to emulate on this journey. So obviously when Jackie, who for those of you who don't know, Jackie is Keisha's best friend, but also works in operations for She Goes, slid into my DMs and let me know that Keisha wanted to be on our podcast. I was like driving to Walmart on my way to get my emergency stash of bubbly. And immediately I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. Send a message to Becca. And her response was like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs>
0: I was voice noting and i was like congratulations and she was like what are you talking about I was like, this is a great opportunity for you and she was like no 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 our
1: podcast i was like ours it was honestly hilarious and then i i messaged jackie back i sent her a voice note and i said hello you are now speaking to the ghost of amq i died
0: <laughs> d-e-d So we're grateful. It's so fun, you
2: guys, because I think it's really like something that I'm really passionate about in the podcasting space in general, and honestly, just in entrepreneurship and in anybody that's putting their voice and message out into the world is you guys just keep it real, right? Which is why it's so fun. And I think a lot of people try and create this carefully curated content and they try and pretend like they're perfect. And they think that that's going to make them not, you know, judged by other people, but Perfect. Completely depends on interpretation. And it's just like, there's so much like rootability and relatability in how you guys show up. I love it. And I respect it. And hell yeah, I've, I'm
0: coming back. I'm ready. I'm ready to be here with you guys. <laughs> Christmas has come early. So as you know, we like to play a little game before, just like rapid fire, random yes. as fuck questions. So number one is, would you rather be sticky or itchy forever? You have to pick one. You're either constantly sticky, constantly itchy. Sticky. Sticky, for sure.
2: Because then I'm going to cover myself with like sprinkles or feathers.
0: Oh <laughs> yes, you could like. That's actually I never thought of that. <gasps> oh man! Can you imagine if you're
2: itchy, people don't want to talk to you because it looks like you have like a rash or like you have something. Yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah.
0: You know. Ooh, sticky. <laughs> but if I was just sprinkly, yes, people might like me.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you would be expressing yourself in sparkles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, all the sparkles constantly. <laughs> if you could be on one childhood TV show who, what TV show would you be on?
2: I think I would pick The Secret World of Alex Mack because I would turn into a goo puddle, right? I love the goo puddle thing. <laughs> I don't know why, but then my fiance has like a major crush on Topanga from Boy Meets World.
0: <laughs> I'm like, what if I like came back and I was like Topanga? And I are like. Ah, wait, 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 like- <laughs> pause. You have, have you seen that trending? It's like a real thing. It's a thing on reels and TikTok where it's like, what was your childhood crush? And then who did you marry? And I feel like you kind of resemble Topanga, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I should do that. I'm going to do that. We're going to,
2: yeah, we're going to. That's actually, I haven't seen it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, your spouse's childhood crush and then who they married or who you married. No,
2: I'm marrying like someone who looks like if Drake and Ross from Friends had a baby. Um, Oh, my gosh. yes. (laughs) Yes. But uh, my childhood crush was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) 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 What a shift. So 90s, Keisha. So 90s. I think it's because I didn't, I wasn't around, I didn't have like a lot of Persian friends and he's Persian and I'm like, ooh, you are hot
0: tamale. That's why I'm going to marry you so I can make your babies. Oh yes, some Topanga Drake Ross babies. Yes, we love genetics. That, how did you know that? That's literally my actual new dream: is Topanga Ross Drake baby. So <laughs> there here we go. Here it is. Dream <laughs> check off the list. Oh Do you believe in aliens?
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: of course. There has to be alien. There has to be another life form. We can't be like it's so like self-centered to think we're the only thing on the planet. All the planets agreed so yeah i don't know what they look like they're probably not green but maybe
0: yeah i feel like they're, they might be here now and we just don't know because they're not in a typical like we're looking for something that looks like a media what society. if i am one true Wait. yeah <laughs> <right>? whoa. <laughs> whoa okay for people that don't know me, that got real weird curveball okay bring it back in plot twist what is your zodiac sign I'm a Virgo. Ooh. Until I learned
2: more about astrology, I actually did not identify with being a Virgo. Because when, you know, when like... Um, personality tests go mainstream, they really get simplified. And like, I know there's a lot to astrology where it's like based off of like where all your moons are in different like houses and stuff. So I like never was down with astrology until three months ago when a friend of mine who's really into it was like, no, none of your moons are in Virgo. That's why you're not this like perfectionist organized person. You're like a
0: hot mess express because all your stuff is Sagittarius. It's like, oh, okay. So yes, the birth chart made everything. I was the same way because there was a lot of things about a Taurus that I did not Re- like, I was like, no. And then I looked at my brush. I was like, yeah. oh that makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, so juicy. Yes. Really juicy. Okay, it's a girl's night out, dinner and drinks.
2: What's your favorite order? Spicy margarita, scratch, for sure. Like, tahini on the rim, like, spicy. And then probably grilled fish tacos or some sort of bowl that has, like, I I really like options. But if I could pick, like, the whole girls' night, we're doing tapas. Because I want, to like, a bite of everything. Mm. And I want to try everybody's drink. But I'm getting tequila, hands down
0: Yes. I feel like that's also super relevant to how you like to approach life. Like I just want to try it all. I wanna try the things that intrigue me and make me curious. So let's just do it all. All right, that was a fun round. Yeah. Play the game show music here, Mallon. So grab your snacks, grab a cocktail, grab a mocktail. Let's get down to business. Let's hear it. Let's do it.
1: AMQ's voice. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everyone. One day I'll be back. So (laughs) 2020, which let's be real, was like two years ago. Wild Uh, was a unique year. And amidst uh that chaos, you managed to launch a biz, which claps and snaps for you. What inspired you to launch She Goes Company during a global panini?
2: Yeah. Oh, the global panini that I didn't want to eat because I'm gluten free Okay. So here's the thing. I was in a business that I knew I didn't want to be doing anymore. I didn't know what my thing was. And I think a lot of people can connect with this, like this gut feeling of wanting something else, but you don't know what that other thing is or wanting quote unquote more, but you don't know what that more is, but you just feel really out of alignment. It's super uncomfortable. You try and shove that feeling down, but it keeps popping up like whack-a-mole. You just got to like, you got to just get it out eventually. So, um, I started a podcast to create a community to figure out what I wanted to do. And what I decided was I'll cultivate community and then I'll ask the community what they actually want and then I'll go create it. The community that I built around the podcast, so many women were saying like, we would love live events and we want to like learn more from you. We want to meet more like minded women. And I was like, I'm going to start a company in January of 2020 called She Goes Company. The idea is it's going to be a live events company, oh, January 2020. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to build an online community. We had our first event scheduled for March of 2020. Well, clearly oh. that didn't go according to plan. Curveball. Wow. I had a membership community and I had a bunch of women that were in it. And I was like, well, what else are they asking me about? They were asking me about podcasting because I had started a podcast. I was like, I don't know how to do that. My fiance was a dentist at the time and he, because of the regulations in California where we lived, he went down to part-time work and he can only do emergency medical procedures or dental procedures. So I was like, hey, the tech stuff is really boring to me. Do you want to teach that to the women and I'm going to create a course. And he's like, hell yeah, like I can help you that with that. So I wrote down a, on a post-it note, a couple of ideas for a podcast course. And I went back from a walk that we were on. I was like, all I need is a sales page and I'm going to go sell this podcast course and then we'll create it as they go through it. So I sold out the podcast course and then I made the podcast course. I took women through it and then I got their testimonials and I tweaked the course and then I made it better. And then I went, Boop, doo, 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 kept doing it over and over again. And basically I've create an entire company over the last almost two years now based off of asking my community what they want and then literally making it. I'm a huge proponent of anyone that's in the entrepreneurial space or building a side business or whatever. Don't do the thing that people do where they create behind closed doors co-create, pull the curtain back and like be more transparent, take people along on the ride because it creates rootability and connective tissue with your audience. But it also just tells you what they actually want. So you're not risking it when you launch something like we're about to launch something new in January with She Goes Company. And I know that people want it because they literally told me that they want it. And I just went and built it. Right. I started it because I didn't know what was coming, but I'm so freaking grateful that I did because it just gave me so much fulfillment and joy. And I love to show people what's possible. I was like, this is going to be the year I blow up my business, the year of the curveball. So of <laughs> the, the, the curveball curve panini. Curveball panini.
1: Oh my okay. gosh. But now that you're saying it, maybe you, you wouldn't have ever made it. Do you think maybe you wouldn't have made your podcasting course if things had, you know, cause it was a live event company, right? So maybe you wouldn't even yeah. have done that. I, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
2: And you want to, you guys
1: want to know something
2: really crazy for anyone that's listening, who's wanting to do like something quote unquote big, or like they want to make this like big decision. It's a reminder that the small decisions actually do line up. And Steve mm. Jobs has a quote that says, you can't connect the dots until you're looking backwards because we started this mm. podcast course. I have helped hundreds of women launch podcasts. My fiancé was a part of this course. And when he had this inclination that he didn't want to be a dentist anymore, which he no longer is, he the reason that he actually made the leap to leave dentistry is because we had this idea that together, because of the podcast community that we had built, of all of these female podcasters, that we would start a podcast network He was so excited about doing this network that that was the final straw that made him want to actually leave dentistry because he saw how much more excited he was about the entrepreneurial space than he was about his own career path. And we never even ended up launching the network because we decided that wasn't actually aligned for me or for him. But it was the thing that made us make that change that, again, otherwise might not have happened. So if you truly can believe that it's all working for you, even when it doesn't feel like it, you'll see later down the road, like that thing that you wanted so badly to work out actually worked for you, right? Like now that we get to move into live events later, like now that we're going to be doing our first live event, big live event in 2022, I'm like, I'm so excited because I've got a bigger community of women that I can introduce with each other. It's like, it all worked. It all worked the way that it was supposed to, you know?
1: Wow.
0: Hey universe, we see you girl. We see you. (laughs) Right, right. You create so much content around just doubt, or self-doubt busting, like just kicking the door down on it. You're confident as fuck. Have you always been this self-doubt buster and confident human being? Oh,
2: hell no. In fact. (laughs) Hard no. (laughs) Immediately no. no. Immediately no. no. So it's really interesting because I think of confidence, um, as something that you have to build like a muscle, but really the best Mm -hmm. analogy that I can think of is that it's like a bucket, right? So like every single day that you show up and you do the thing that you said that you're going to do after the feeling that you said, and it's gone, this tiny little thing, it's like putting a deposit into your bucket, right? Like pop, 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 all these deposits into your bucket, which helps you just believe in your ability to figure things out. Because all of us at some point or other get caught up in the how. I want to leave this corporate job. I want to move to this new city. I want to get back out there and date again after this breakup. I want to do X, Y, Z. How? How am I going to do it? It's like, okay, the how literally will figure itself out if you start taking action so you can get a little bit more clarity. But if you don't have the confidence at the root that's going to push you to take action because you believe that no matter what the outcome is, you will be able to navigate it, then you're really going to struggle. So- I have built up this foundation of so much confidence in myself because I give myself tiny little micro goals on a daily basis so that I get that opportunity to put these deposits into my bucket, right? So like, it could be as simple as drink half your body weight in water, move your body for 30 minutes, right? Like it doesn't have to even be something related to entrepreneurship or your career path, but it's like, how can you start to prove to yourself that you keep promises to yourself? And I've done that for so many sequential days that I still absolutely doubt myself and like have those like ugly cry on the bathroom floor, spot (laughs) mascara, get together all up in your mouth, like choke on your own spit type of thing. (laughs) I have those. For sure. But I believe that I can get myself back up because I've done it so many freaking times now that I'm just like, it feels more uncomfortable to stay down than it does to get back Mm -hmm. up. That's the root, right? Like it's, I wasn't always like this. I won't set myself up to not have those tiny wins because I need those deposits daily to move the needle forward. Because it's not like I just arrive at confident or you guys arrive at confident. It's like you, you constantly have to be working at it.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. When you just said that, AMQ and I both just went, mm, the big mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Mm. There it is. That little deposit. Daily deposit. <laughs> daily deposits.
1: It's yep. like a little, like you're doing the reps, right? Like uh, my yep. husband always says that. Like you're doing the reps. You're doing the reps. It's yep. true. Like when you think about it that way, it's less daunting, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. The daily oh, yeah, deposit true. thing seems less daunting. Yeah. 365 days of showing up doing XYZ, daunting AF every day waking up and deciding to show up as X, Y, Z, not really that hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we get so caught up in
2: that too, right? Where like so many people that have a vision of, like take in the health space, right? Like I want to lose 15 pounds or I want to do X, Y, Z and it feels really far away. So we look at that distance that we have between where we are now and where we want to go. And then we label it as something that doesn't serve us. Like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. Like you said, it's so daunting. I'm never going to get there. Oh, good for her, but not for me. Downward spiral, downward spiral. But it's like, girlfriend, you need that space between now and where you want to go so you can build up the confidence and the skills and the coping mechanisms and the habits so when you get where you want to go, you can actually sustain it. But we live in this instant gratification culture, this Amazon Prime, like give it to me right now. So then we're missing the opportunity to actually build up that confidence and build up all those skills if we got it right now, right? You can't maintain your 20 pound weight loss if you don't have the habits that support that 20 pound weight loss. Just like I can't maintain a... You know, hundreds of thousands of downloads on a podcast every month. If I didn't know how to manage the fact that when there's hundreds of thousands of downloads on your podcast every month, that means a lot of people that also increases the amount of people that don't vibe with you.
1: Did you right? hear that? It, hundreds of thousands of hundreds downloads. Hundreds of thousands. Imagine those DMs, though. Imagine. Wait, we just get, Dude, when we got our comma,
0: we thought we won the lottery. We were like, we have a fucking comma. If you if you don't celebrate the comment yes. like you won the damn lottery, what's the freaking exactly. point? Exactly.
1: We're really good at celebrating that stuff. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, yeah. we're really good at it. Yeah, we you are. Have to to yeah. That's confidence building in and of itself, it right? It really you're is. Like,
2: and it's also like you're you're showing other people what's and totally, you yes. should be proud of yourself for being brave enough to get in the game because there's literally a different version of you guys, a prior version of you that wasn't even gonna start oh. your podcast because you're worried oh, yeah. like uh, oh, ah, yeah. I'm sweaty. Ah, everybody else is doing it. Uh, What are people going to think? I have no voice and I'm still showing up. (laughs) And and honestly, here's the thing. Your voice sounds like a radio announcer and you should use that to your advantage. That's what I
0: said. Yes. You're a sex phone operator. You're
1: underpaid. Come on. Sex phone operators are Becca wanted me to like come in. She wanted me to come in and do the like, hi. Just do like a sex.
0: No, no, that wasn't sex phone operator. (laughs) What? I, I... I've
2: never called a sex phone operator, but I don't think that's what they sound like. Uh, We'll
0: workshop it. We'll workshop it. Get back to me on that. Get back to me on that. Circle back on that. Oh my gosh. So if you, we have these like, okay, start somewhere with these daily tips of how, so when it comes to like, I need to get out of my own way, what is one of, one of, or a few of your favorite tips to like actually the first step?
2: Yeah, it's literally asking yourself, what can I do in the next 24 hours? Because most often we can't start like it's you need the dopamine hit. You need the Mm. confidence deposit. You need to get into the movement, the momentum, the action. You can't most people listening into this podcast can't run a marathon tomorrow. Um, if you can shout out to you girl, cause like, damn, you have got like a b- hardcore butt and legs, like, I don't know. But <laughs> on top of that, and whatever else you need to run a marathon, <laughs> you can sign up for the marathon. You can call your yes. shot and you can say, I'm doing a marathon in six months and I'm about to train for it. Let me put my card in and sign up for it and get accountability. Right. You probably can't, you're not going to launch your podcast tomorrow, but you can call your shot publicly on social media. You can sign up for a course. You can say you're going to do it, right? Like what can you actually do in the next 24 hours? And if you struggle to do that for yourself, imagine your best friend is super excited about something or your daughter or your niece or someone that you love. And they came to you and they're like, oh, I just need to take action. What would you tell them is the first micro step. And then give that advice to them hypothetically, and then take it for yourself and go. Cause you just don't have time to sit around the longer that we wait. Then we do this analysis paralysis thing and we hold ourselves back and we just think, and it feels like we're further and further from where we want to be because we're never just stagnant. You're either getting closer to where you want to be or you're getting further from it. You're never standing still. That's not the way life works. So get yourself somehow closer, get that dopamine hit. And then your body actually craves it. You're like, "Whoo! Yes. I did that. What can I do? And then you're stacking the winds and you're like, shit. And you look back at the path that you took towards getting there. You're like, oh my God, look how far I've
0: come. Right? Yes. So, Claim it for yeah. yourself. Just even, yeah. you know, oh my gosh.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So speaking of setting a path and going, oh, I'm so good at segways. That
0: was a good segue. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so mine are no turn signals <laughs>
1: yeah it's like it's like a you know that real like red light green light red light green light Becca's always like this is about to be a bad segue red light <laughs> <laughs> um you and Cena, future hubs yeah so exciting so exciting you guys just not so recently but like recently enough just completed the Everesting challenge and I know like Becca and I were yeah. like we're like watching like you literally I I felt like I was watching the challenge when I was watching you guys I was just like yes my god what's happening next like I'm such a reality tv junkie that you were that's that's what you are for me at least when you're doing things like this like 75 hard I'm like yes guys get it 75 hard let's go (laughs) my water let's go (laughs) there you go (laughs) so what would you say to anyone considering it because that shit's hard and you have yeah. to prepare for it. So what would you yeah. say to them?
2: It will be the hardest thing that you have ever done. And I have never birthed a human out of my hoo-ha, but there are people Same. that were on the mountain that have done that and they said this was harder. So wow, yeah. And here's the thing. It goes actually back. So if you're not familiar with 29029, it's a challenge called Everestine. It's basically a safer way to do Everest because like people die that actually do Everest. And like Mm -hmm. that part I wasn't really down with. So you hike up 29,000. Yeah, buzzkill. (laughs) 29,000, 29 29 feet in elevation gain, which is the uh, equivalent elevation gain to Mount Everest. But how they format it is you climb a mountain. We had to do it 13 times in Utah within 36 hours, which is the equivalent. Distance and elevation gain. Um, You go through the night. We didn't sleep for 31 hours. We did it with headlamps on. It was so insane. It was like literally the craziest thing. But because it was so damn hard, it's something that I am so freaking proud of. Of course. easy does rob you of proud, right? Mm -hmm. Like you never are like, oh, I did such an easy workout. I'm going to brag about it to all my friends. Like the only workouts you're bragging about are the ones where you like hold your hand against the wall and you have to like slide down to like (laughs) sit on the toilet because you're like my butt's on fire, right? (laughs) Yes. You're not like, oh yeah, like we had this really easy growth with our podcast. I'm like, I'm not buying your book if your life has been easy because you're boring to me. Right. Like I want to know about the hard stuff and how you totally, navigated yeah. through it. So to the person who's thinking about doing it, there's no way to be ready. It's it's so damn hard, but it's also that's why you choose something like that. And I will say, we were not physically prepared for it. But okay. the root foundation of the confidence that I've focused on building and so has Cena because of this like small deposit type mentality. And our belief that together we could do it was why we were able to accomplish it. And we knew about six of the 12 runs in that we were done with the physical and it was mental. Mm. So half of it was completely mental. Mind
1: over matter. Yep. I
2: mean, your body, like your body can do it. It's yeah. just your mind, like the connection, right? So... Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a mental challenge for sure.
0: <laughs> Road rules could never. Road rules challenge could never. The challenge, I feel like. That sounds like more difficult than anything I've seen them do. For Tenfold. sure. Tenfold. For sure. I'm going to go
1: with, yeah. Oh, for I'm sure. proud of it. <laughs> yeah, percent Absolutely. <laughs> 31 hours straight? Are you kidding me? Like what? Nothing. <laughs> Wow. That, the, but the sleep that you have afterwards
2: is like the deepest <laughs> sleep like I went like back in the womb type sleep like I was so hard. Like, I don't know if that's a thing but I did that
0: yeah it sounds like it I haven't had that good of sleep since I was in the womb that's amazing <laughs> so speaking of journeys with your hubs did I do that? That was a better one. Ooh, yeah, that job. was a better snaps one. And snaps, claps snaps. and snaps. You just did a road trip. You are in your destination, correct? In Arizona. Yeah. I personally am not good at road trips. I would rather fly and yeah. AMQ just can get in a car and go drive for 17 hours and be fine. Yeah. So what road trip tips do you have? Re- regard- like, you know. Did you argue snacks? Where are we at? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I was team Becca and I always said I wasn't a road tripper. Our dog, we can't fly her in a plane. So like we had to do a road trip from New York to San Diego, which was a long ass road trip. (laughs) Let me just tell you my best friend, Jackie, who you guys know, she flew out to New York to road trip with us and our dog. And I drove a total from New York to San Diego. I drove a total of two hours between <laughs> Tina and Jackie were the ones that drove. I was a pilot, the co-pilot who I wasn't allowed to sleep in the front seat. I just had to be like entertainment and like chatty to keep the, <laughs> the driver jester. That was my role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> a road trip jester. So like <laughs> tip number one, know your role okay, and stick <laughs> to your role. Are you the driver? Are you the snack maker? I'm not the snack maker. I'm the, I don't know. Um, so there's that. <laughs> I actually have moved into team AMQ because wow. I actually really, really like road trips now. And one thing that we're loving is we're listening to Will Smith's book on audio, Ooh. which Will Smith is... Um, yeah, that's exactly,
1: that feels right. I love yeah. Will Smith. He's he's one of the <laughs> celebrities Same. that I want to meet. Like he's always been on the top of that. Yes. List.
2: Oh, oh, me, me too. Like I want to have dinner with him and just be like, what? Hi, Will Smith. Like, like, I don't know. Hi. So his book, <laughs> his book is this thick which means for those and no one can see us right now because <laughs> okay. um, it is ni- it is 19 hours on audible wow what when are you when are you going to listen to exactly. 19 yes. hours on a road trip so we're going to listen to will Smith's book and we're going to listen to matthew mcconaughey's book and i'm going to know everything about matthew mcconaughey and will smith who are like literally cool
1: two great books i hear i don't amazing.
2: know amazing great yeah <laughs> definitely snacks get a cooler if you happen to ever drive through Texas it's the biggest state ever it takes 10 hours to get from Austin outside of Texas 10 hours in Texas and there's we also have this rule this is going to sound so bougie but that's who i am we only stop in cities that have whole foods otherwise <laughs> what am i going to eat oh like sure. we are so alike we are right here <laughs> i feel I was like, like i want to do it but like i but like i can't eat like crap because what if i like get like i don't know what bubble if it's guts and then yeah. yeah. Bubble guts. Oh my gosh. Bubble guts. Bubble guts. Or what if I like get like diarrhea in the car? Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. And then it's like, oh, there's not, there's not a rest stop for 60 miles and you have bubble guts. So oh. What are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah. So that's why you got to eat whole foods when you're there. Oh, wow. for me, it's more
1: because I'm plant-based <laughs> finding any sort of you yeah. know, fast food in Texas. That's plant based. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work for
0: you. It's <laughs> not going to be a good situation for you at all. Oh my gosh! That potatoes. <laughs> um, I forget where we just left off. I just lost my train of thought because I was so enthralled. You were asking about road trips, and so oh good yeah, you're for, good yeah, good podcasts, good snacks for sure. Be hydrated. So not gas station sushi. Got it.
1: I'm telling you <laughs> no, Becca and I, I Have to go on a road trip together Cause like I'm the road trip queen yeah. That's it That's yeah. all That has to happen I also think that you're, The company that you're with Makes a big difference Because oh, yeah. I've road tripped With some people
2: <laughs> Just If I don't like you I'm not even talking to you Let alone going on A road trip with you I will never I would I would give a hard no, At this stage of my life I am comfortable With saying no
1: And I will say yes.
2: Nope I'm not getting in a car With you for more than Five
1: seconds <laughs> But what if you don't know, no. Aisha? You know how many times I found out that later. I don't. I. I'm not getting in a car with a stranger,
2: girl. No. For actually, I do that like every week, like in an Uber. But, um, not a road trip. Liam Neeson would not be happy with that. No. <laughs> and you don't know this, but my dad is Liam Neeson, um, oh. in a different form.
0: Oh, no. I was like, what? But like <laughs> the fact that he has, he just has a select.
2: Group of skills. (laughs) Yeah, he he was the commander of the SWAT team. And I think that he's in the CIA, but like, (gasps) we won't actually say that out loud. So, How cool. My true crime heart is bursting. So Jackie and I went on a backpacking trip to uh, Spain and Morocco for six weeks after we graduated college. We were 21 years old. And my Mm. dad just asked for a copy of our passports. And Jackie, who is normally a blonde, currently a blonde, back then she dyed her hair brown. And he felt a lot more comfortable with us both being brunettes because blondes can get traded for sex trafficking. <gasps> what? So I felt like he had our passports. He didn't ask us for an itinerary. I was like, because we're in the CIA. I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: makes sense <laughs> to me. I see are. no other, there's no other question, I, option. There's then. no other, there's oh. no other option. So nope. that's that. Sure Okay, Okay. <laughs>
1: We want to know about your ideal Keisha day. I mean, I feel like we just watch you live ideal Keisha days every day. But if you, like, let's be real, you're living your best life. Like, come on. But (laughs) if you could pick your ideal Keisha day, where would you be? Who would you be with? And what would you be doing?
2: Ooh, I would probably still wake up around seven and I would move my body within the first hour because I feel really good doing that. I probably, I think I'm going to still drink a gallon of water this day because this gallon of water thing is making like, when your pee is clear, you are just happy. Like I am loving drinking so much water. Um, I would definitely work for probably like three hours. I would do some sort of like outdoor activity. I would have a spicy margarita with close girlfriends. I would spend my day doing stuff with Cena, cuddling my dog. I would probably like to go to bed around 1030 if I could pick after (laughs) having so much fun. And I would definitely do my full skincare routine at night. Like it wouldn't be like I got really drunk and then I like Mm. forgot to do that. Like I would, I would live like a healthy balance. Like I'm going to have maybe three margaritas out with girlfriends type of thing, but also contribute and, and create something during the day. Cause I think what's really interesting is if people think like, oh, I'd want to be on a beach just like chilling all day, but as humans, we love contribution too, right? Like naturally. So I would definitely work as part of my ideal day. So I'd wake up at seven, go to bed at ten thirty, have three margaritas, do something outside, and work at some point.
0: If your job is not in your ideal day, you are doing life wrong.
1: <laughs> it's true, though, that's right? My, that's my job yes. too. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh! Well, we so appreciate your time and giving us giving us this redo. Literally of felt yours. like Christmas because I was like, "Amq, I know that if you want to stab me, I get it." <laughs> oh my gosh, Keisha, Keisha,
1: Keisha, Keisha. When she, so she, yeah, it must've taken her a lot to do this. Cause like I only got the receiving end of it, right? Well, cause like, you're an Enneagram too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I'm an Enneagram eight. No. Like I, so I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, what could this possibly be? Cause you know, like I'm the kind of person who's like, I just say whatever and then deal with the repercussions yeah. later, which usually are like people's yeah. feelings getting hurt and things like that. And then I have to apologize profusely. and <laughs> I feel bad. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm always asking for forgiveness instead of permission, but like, Ooh. but and I'm like direct, right? Like just go. Yeah. And Becca was like, okay, yeah. so like I'm going to tell you something and like, it's okay if you never want to talk to me again. And if you don't want to do the podcast, I was, and I'm like, what the my, fuck could this possibly pl- be? Like, I
0: was like, okay. This be. I fully clenched my butt to tell her. I was like, I fully clenched it. I was like, this is it. I'm bracing for impact. And then yes. it was fine. She was fine. She was fine. Yes. I was just watching
1: my phone like this. I literally responded. Yeah. I literally was like, that's okay. This stuff happens. I'm sure Keisha will yeah. give us time. And then, I, and then I
0: cried. <laughs> and
2: then she cried. I yes. mean, because you're a two. <laughs> I cry for, for everything. You so like your heart yes. is like, I want to help. Here's the thing that I think anyone can learn from that situation, right? Is there is no possible way that everything's going to go according to plan. Yes. It's literally impossible, right? So it's like, it's almost like preparing for when the circumstances aren't going to be ideal that's so much more beneficial for you than assuming that it's always going to go as planned whether that is in your podcast, knowing that you can have communication with your co-hosts, like you guys are talking about it, like we can, and everything's totally fine. But it's also just for anyone that's pursuing a goal is often we set up like the beginning of a new year. We're like, we're going after this new goal. I'm going to be this new person, blah, blah, blah. But you also forget, what about the days where you feel really shitty and you mm-hmm. don't want to do it? What about the days when your kids are throwing Legos at your face? Because that's what <laughs> I picture like being a mom might be like oh some days, right? Yeah. Or, or like... What about like showing up for your relationship that you say is so important to you on a day where like your your husband or wife like leaves garbage right next to the g- trash can on like the counter. And you're like, why didn't you just put it in the trash can? Like that happens to me all the time. <laughs> and right, I'm like, why, why? But like, how are you going to still show up on those days? And I think it's like having that backup plan in your head of like, even if this does go wrong, I'm not going to make that mean that I can't do this thing. Uh, as yeah. humans, we're meaning creating machine. So make that mean like, yeah, of course that happens. Sometimes you lose a recording. Sometimes you say something you didn't mean. Sometimes you're an Enneagram eight and you say it and you go, oh shit, (laughs) you got to back it up again. Or you're a two and you don't say what you want. And then you, it festers in you and then you take it out on like a slow walker, like randomly because you're like, oh, it's been festering. <laughs> love- Becca takes it that out
1: happened. on traffic. I'm bad road rage. She's always I'm- yelling at people while driving.
0: I turn it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who who I turn into, but it's yeah. not good. It's because you hold it yes, in, Becca. You're right.
2: You hold it in and then it spurts out on poor <laughs> grandma Betty, who just has...
0: Been driving for 75 (laughs) years. Very true. So, we so appreciate your time and coming back. This was so much fun. We want to leave our boo crew with your best piece of advice that you have ever received. Yeah, I think
2: it's just go all in on being yourself.
0: As someone who
2: is extroverted and bubbly and kind of all over the place, a little bit scattered and excited, sometimes people write off fun. Or joy as trivial as if it's not important Ooh. as if we just need to achieve we need to get to the goal The reason that i've seen success and I define success by fulfillment and impact and of course income and all these other things are great But like fulfillment why like I literally love being myself is because i'm obsessed with being a full expressed version of me Which means like I seek out joy and fun so the best piece of advice that I could give you is to stop pretending that your quirks are something wrong with you. But in fact, that's actually like your perks. That's your competitive advantage. That's why people are gonna wanna root for you. That's how people do connect with you. And in a world right now, I just think more than ever and why I'm so rooting for you guys and your podcast and your journeys and everything that you're doing and why I'm happy to jump on board and do this with you again is because I believe that you guys have this spark to you guys by being yourself uniquely and the contrast in your own personalities, right? And to the woman listening into this, like your unique way of approaching the world is what we actually need. We don't need carbon copies of everybody trying to be the same thing. We need you doing it your way. So you are living, breathing proof of what's possible for another human who won't connect with me because I'm too squirrely or won't connect with AMQ because she's too direct or won't connect with Becca because she's so sweet. Like, or whatever. Too sensitive, too sensitive. You're sweet and saucy. <laughs> sensitive, yeah, sweet and saucy. You're like, you're like the, like both orange chickens or whatever. Really
0: <laughs> anyway. I love orange chicken. This is great. Is- <laughs> I'm gener- <laughs> She's general style chicken, the spicy chicken.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You are. You are. And I. I spice. And I'm spice, okay. And I love spice. <laughs> I'm the spicy packets. But point is, I just think like we ought to we ought to all like lean into that a little bit more. In all seriousness, of like, you are uniquely gifted a vision and the skill set that you have because you are the person who's supposed to do that thing your way, and somebody needs to see you do it. So if you don't do it, or you hold back, or you try and water yourself down to make other people like you. You're robbing yourself of joy and fulfillment and you're robbing the world of the example that we actually need you to be. So you're being selfish and you need to cut that crap out. Yes.
0: Oh, we love that. You, hear, you heard it first, Boo Crew. So go and do that thing in the next 24 hours that's going to make your butthole a little tight, but it's going to get you to where you need to be. Thank you so much. Boo Crew, you know what to do. We always thank you for being here. We appreciate your space and time. Keisha's space and time. Hey, MQ, I appreciate your space and time. The foot? Oh, thanks. And my yes. voice. and we will catch you next week. Okay, thanks, love you, bye. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Boo Crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at IGotYouBooPod.